All right, hello. Well, this is episode three of uh, we came up with a name yesterday, right? Yes, we Joe? did. What, what's that name? It is Conversation Saves the World. So, okay. hence the world background. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm just changing my background every podcast. Um, but so we have we have a special guest today, we have uh, Matthew Mao today. Joining more. us with it's the, more. Oh, okay, my bad. More, more. <laughs> Matthew Moore. Everybody gets um, a name. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, how I know Matt is um we we met at school, and um we just had good conversations, I guess, and this is uh yeah, kind of carrying over into this. You have anything to say, Matt? Um, well, there's been a lot in my mind. We'll just see how that rolls here, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been seeing um the one of the ways I keep in contact with you is uh through social media, right? Right. And I've been seeing you you're you're pretty active on that lately, right? Mm-hmm. And you have some you have some really cool stuff um that you've been posting. Um actually uh, like some drawings that you've been doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have some uh some of your drawings right here, I could share them on my screen. Oh, really? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if you want to explain them. If, if, yeah, if, okay, okay. So I'm just going to pick a couple, okay? This uh, one, yeah. this one's one of my favorite. I, I want you to explain this and uh, just, just let me see what's going on. All right. Can you see it? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 I see it. Okay. Yeah, so explain to me what's going on here. <sighs> All right, so... This is just something that's been going on my site. Um, I think I drew this when I was a bit irritated. I think the, the guide body is kind of like being used as an instrument, right? Right, right. And um, sometimes in life, you don't know what's happening. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're not always in control. There's already always someone else, even mm-hmm. more than one person that's kind of like pulling the strings, right? Yeah. He's, he's being played as an instrument there. And, um, I think I just drew this and I was agitated. I was like, who's playing? You know, okay. myself? What am I doing this for? Who's playing? Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's a, I thought it was a, I thought it was a, a very deep drawing. I really liked no. it. I, I, uh, I, sh- I saved it like right away because it was just, like I said, it was just such a, uh, such a good drawing, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, uh, but the, who's playing I me? I I'm might sorry? remake it. Yeah, I might remake it. Just like maybe a painting or something later on. Yeah. So I, that was my next question. Do you do any painting, um, or is it just strictly like pen, pen and pencil drawing? Pen and pencil. That's it's my hobby. That's as far as it goes. Um, yeah, I yeah. I'm a little bit too busy to get into bigger things. Um, yeah. I really want to do sculpting too. Sculpting. That's- okay. Doesn't look like a hobby. It looks it looks like you're pretty professional. Like you, you you like to do it a lot. Thank you. So Matt, like, what's some uh, like uh, I know you met Kyle at school and everything. What were you going to school for? I mean, those drawings again. That was great. I mean, <laughs> really, really good drawings. Uh, I'm just curious as to like what you're looking to do in life, kind of. Oh, so um. It's funny that you bring this up because we're in the COVID-19 pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I work as a certified nurse's assistant at a nursing okay. home. 
I don't deal with the COVID-19, but um, my work has been greatly affected by it because when my nursing home is short of staff, we'll call up an agency and the agency will send us a worker if we're short of staff. But recently they have not been doing that uh, because of the COVID-19 situation, even when it's short, things are heavy, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's been real rough. They put places where I wasn't familiar with certain residents. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm doing. And so if I was going to school um, to become a physician's assistant. That's my long. Oh. So about next semester, I was going to transfer to Benedictine University and get a bachelor's. That's that's Very a nice. Yeah. So nice. I really do art as a hobby on the side, but my main pursuit is healthcare right now. That's that's. I heard a good thing by Jordan Peterson. It, yep. it was he's basically saying don't quit your day job, but he's saying mm -hmm. like you know don't quit your day job until you're making money off of your, your yeah. hobby, you know, exactly. keep it a hobby until it's making more money than your day job. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so let me ask you a question. Do you, sure. when, when it comes to, um, you said you work in a nursing home, right? Yeah. Yeah. So with like senior citizens and stuff like that, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, have, have you noticed any of them getting like sick or like, have you noticed anything weird going on right now? Everything, the mood seems very dilapidated. Mm -hmm. um, like everyone seems sick, you know, like every, mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Uh, the mood just seems to have died down. But yeah. There, there's also a lot of other things that was changing too. There was a uh, change in management and all that. I tried yeah. contacting my former director of nursing, and it turns out that she's not working anymore. You know? uh, everyone, like the original staff and all that, everyone I knew, they all just like, kind of got up and back. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it, this coronavirus is like, if, and this is only conspiracy here, if this, if this was made by anything other than God himself, you know, right. this, this is, uh, this is completely directed and aimed towards elderly people, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. you know, I haven't talked to many elderly people other than like, let's say my grandma, mm -hmm. um, and she's not too worried about it cause she doesn't go outside. So, <laughs> uh -huh. but, um, for the most part, you know, at elderly home, I hear those are like the hot spots, you know? So I could only imagine like what, what your, perspective could be on a day-to-day -day, you know yeah. all right so I, I got another photo that you drew okay. you want to give uh, a little bit okay. of explanation on this one too mm -hmm. <clears throat> we'll go with this one all right and this is one of yours correct oh, I forgot that I posted this yeah I, I drew that <laughs> okay yeah. so uh I mean I, I think it's pretty like uh, self-explanatory, but I, I kind of see a little bit more going on here. Um, if you want to give it a little explanation, uh, what what do you what do you got? I mean, sometimes not everything has a meaning behind it. I just I decided that I wanted to draw a tree because I was tired of drawing. People, <laughs> you know, like I see. <laughs> um, I I got tired of drawing people a lot because that's the main thing that I draw. I like drawing characters. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like backgrounds and like foregrounds mm -hmm. and all that, the hills, the mountains, the trees, all of that just bores me. But when it comes okay. to drawing figures, I am obsessed with figures. I am obsessed with illustrating 
uh, the human body. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it looks like there's a giant. Oh, wait, go ahead, Joe. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, like when I first look at it, it looks like, um, it, 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 like you said, it has that, like, a, a character look to it. Like, you could, mm-hmm. like, this is looking from, like, maybe behind the tree and it looks like it's just walking and it has, like, a human type body shape. It's really flexible and not yeah. as, like, uh, stiff as a tree. So that's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, that was yeah. exactly what I was shooting for. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing this big seed, or like this, 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 this point of origin of this tree. Like, can you explain that? What's that? It's it's just on top of water. Um, I don't know. Sometimes oh. when you explore art too deeply, you start to delve into your inner psyche. You know? Yeah, um, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So I I don't know if if I did that, I'd have to delve into. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that's, that's just what I got. I didn't Absolutely. even realize it was walking on water. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is walking on water. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, all right. Well, hey, I got one more. I got one more um, photo for you. Okay. And, and, and then we'll move on. Yeah, I actually got a question to ask you guys. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You, you want you want to go to the photo first or the question? Uh, we'll go to the photo. Okay. okay. Cool. I'm I'm pretty sure this is yours, so okay. I'm gonna throw it up there. And if it isn't, yeah. just let me know. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I drew that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A little bit um, <coughs> explanation. Well, first off. Um, I just want to say that the faces I drew, I'm not really proud of. That uh, that that kind of irks me. I want to. I think I want to redo this one as well. But okay. other than the faces, everything is beautiful. Like the mouth, so, uh, heart, the liver, everything is great. Um, okay. And so when you say you're not really proud of, you, you know, you're saying it's not your best work. Or? Yeah, it's not my best work in terms okay, of okay. faces. But everything is okay. Perfect. Yeah. I see. I mean, it's better than anything I could ever draw. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm still drawing stick figures. Um. Yeah, I mean, the thing with uh, any kind of creative out, outlet and stuff, we're our own critic. I mean, it's like I, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, holy shit, this is really good. Like, but but you're looking at it like, oh, it's not my best. But I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that looks amazing. Well, I'm glad you caught that because that's that's exact my exact mindset when people compliment my work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm seeing I'm seeing like a lot going on here. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, what what was your inspiration behind drawing this? I just you know I'm in the healthcare field. Um, mm-hmm. I guess a part of that was an excuse to draw the human body, but okay. I think a lot of this really stems from boredom. Because okay. I haven't really drawn up until recently. Um, mm-hmm. There was a period between college and high school where I did not draw at all. Because mm-hmm. a lot of what I drew is when the teacher would be like lecturing in high school. And then like mm-hmm. some bad kid would be doing something. And the teacher would like lecture him. And during that mm-hmm. period, I would just draw. You know, like I would listen okay. and draw at the same time. So a lot of this also stems from boredom. Uh, okay. A lot of what you see on Instagram, it comes from those high schools. Instagram. I didn't even think to check Instagram. I should have <laughs> should have done that. Okay. Yeah. Silly me. Um, 
But yeah, okay. So I mean, I guess we're done with the uh, throwing you throwing you right on the spot. You know? <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, Let's put you guys yeah. in the spot now. Yeah. So what's going on? What 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 type of questions you got? Yeah. So um, on your previous podcast, you talked about EQ, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that that intrigued me because um, for a while I was I was having all these uh, facts about IQ last in mm-hmm. case. And uh, me personal, me personally, I know that IQ matters. It's a big part, but it's not all that is. You know, it's mm-hmm. not all that. It, it, it is important, but that's it's not all that is. And mm-hmm. so um, a, a while ago, I, I started to hear about this thing called EQ. And I thought emotional intelligence, that sounds very interesting. And you two would uh, tend to know more about it. There's a book you guys mentioned. I might want to read that. But yeah. just, just as a shallow uh, foot in the water, what is EQ exactly? And I want to hear um, from Joe on this one first because Kyle talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, emotional. Uh, so you're just wondering kind of like what emotional intelligence is. Yeah. Uh, and how does it relate to each, uh, IQ in any way? So um, intelligence, I think what the book um, says is like you, you kind of have, uh, you can't really grow your intelligence in a way. Uh, I forget exactly how it, it puts it, because um, I know that sounds not <laughs> the greatest one. Like, you can't grow your intelligence. I, I, I think it basically means that, um, you know, we're born, like, with a certain capacity. Of, yeah, like, and that's stuff. what it is. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, stuff that we can learn. So you, it's hard to grow that. With emotional intelligence, you can always grow your, your emotional intelligence. And it's basically how you deal with people, how you look at yourself and um, like it talks about, uh, one of my favorite things in it, it talks about how looking at, um, feelings as, um, neither positive nor negative to try to look at them neutrally. And, um, it gives you a cat categories of like, um, these feelings go into this category and blah, 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 blah. And so that, um, you can, kind of diagnose what you're feeling and uh, try to understand it. It's all about understanding um, yourself. That's, that's, yeah, it's really what it's about. I, yeah. I get, again, it's, I, I haven't read the book or kind of looked it over in the last few months, but um, it's, it's a really good read. And, you know, like Kyle said, he reads it once a year. Um, and then I'm going to be reading it like, once a year or twice a year something like that just to because i think it's a really good book and it's really good to know and uh what's pretty cool about emotional intelligence 2.0 is like when you get the book uh it gives you a website and it you take a test because there's four different categories of emotional intelligence and it'll let you know like hey this is your rating of these you read the book you do some practices of the things that they say and then you can take the quiz again, again to see if you grew or not uh, in emotional intelligence. That's interesting. I like those little quizzes. That's good. Kyle, do yeah. you have anything for uh, an input on that? Well, Joey covered a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it and uh, the, I would say the biggest thing about it <clears throat> is that I'm, I'm glad you brought that up with the EQ and the IQ because we didn't really explain that. Yeah. So that was kind of what birthed the book. Um, is that, you know, everyone puts a lot of energy into trying to, you know, understand IQ, IQ, IQ. 
They treat um, it like a human price tag. Exactly. It's almost like your credit score. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the EQ is, <clears throat> it's less important. Your, your employer is never going to ask, hey, what's your EQ score? But, um, you know, the higher your self barometer, your self meter on that EQ scale is, um, I think the better you, one, understand yourself, but then, you know, understanding yourself helps you understand your surroundings. Absolutely. So, uh, for the most part, I, I think it, it's, it's very beneficial. It's a psychology book too. So, yes. you know. That's, That's it. Emotional Intelligence 2.0. There we go. How the book. And now, just to, just to give you, like, uh, I'm not going to go too deep into anything, but I'm just reading the contents of the book. Mm -hmm. Like, the first part is the journey. Uh, the second part, uh, the big picture. Uh, the third part's like what emotional intelligence looks like, understanding the four skills, digging into an action plan to increase your uh, EQ. And then the four different uh, skills <clears throat> is self-awareness strategies, self-management strategies, social awareness strategies, and relationship management strategies. So this is the best. That's the best part of the book. The last part of the book. Those those mm -hmm. four chapters right there, can't be. Yeah. Mm. And, and and it's a pretty uh short book i mean it's it's about 200 pages so it's nothing too long to read so so have you guys heard of this book called the bell curve the what the bell curve the bell curve the bell. you have not no i'm pretty sure that book is one of the biggest reasons why this book came out the oh, really? Bell Curve is one of the most controversial books of all time. People bash it for being like, uh, like Nazi science, you know, for promoting eugenics. I have not read it, but it is extremely controversial because hmm. it does talk about IQ. We could probably bring this up um, on another podcast episode if you guys want to have me on. But mm -hmm. I think that this is why uh, that book, uh, what is it? Uh, emotional. emotional. That's probably why it's okay. So uh, I'm looking it up right now, right? Sure the bell curve intelligence and class structure in American life is a 1994 book by psychologist Richard J. Hernstein, um, a political science Charlie Murray or Charles Murley, in which authors argue. Hold on, let me get deeper. Give me a second. And you said this is a Nazi party type thing, right? Well, that's what they label it as. <laughs> okay. Um, in which authors argue <clears throat> human intelligence is substantially influenced by both inherited and emotional or environmental factors. And that is a better predictor of many personal outcomes, including financial outcomes, job performance, birth, or wedlock, um, involvement in crime, and individuals' parental socioeconomic status that's pretty deep um so you're basically saying that i think this book from what i just read is talking more of a nature versus nurture type yeah. thing have you ever heard of that yeah 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 Yeah. so um this definitely has a lot to do with that but you know that's a really interesting topic you just brought up too mm -hmm. because i've never read a book on nature versus nurture mm -hmm. um but I've traveled a lot. And so, sure have. 
Yeah, and traveling around a lot, and even not even internationally. Like, I lived in lived, you know, in in Atlanta, Georgia, Kentucky, London, Kentucky, which was like next to a farm, uh, Virginia, uh, Norfolk, Virginia, and here in Illinois. Um, so, like, I've seen a lot of different communities, and the way they think at you know whatever age I was at is is very different in every single spot. And it definitely is a socioeconomic thing. Um, it, it definitely is an environmental thing too. Um, but my my question to you guys, I would say, is um, do you believe you're a product of your environment or is your environment a product of you? I think that's a bad question, but I hope you're getting what I'm saying. Uh, I get what you're saying. Um... I think environment has a huge impact on like what makes you. Um, but in a way you can also impact your environment. So it's a kind of a, you know, a yin and yang kind of thing in my opinion. Playing, playing the fence. I see. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. So it's because like, um, as you grow up and everything, like your environment, um, will teach you things and will kind of, you know, raise you to be the person you are a bit, like, um, depending on who your friends are, um, what kind of teachers you have, mentors you have, uh, parents you have, all these different things will kind of, um, and even where you live, um, like what uh, economy you live in, what uh, what country you live in, all these things will make you the person you are and then depending on those things you can affect the environment as well by either being something positive or negative in that environment i see i see um this is one thing i i would notice uh i would i would start to notice and then also i I would like go ahead matt i want to see what your answer is oh, um <laughs> okay so I'm, I'm i partially agree with joey i don't know if uh, this is exactly what he was saying i don't think i disagree either but, um mm-hmm. there's this sort of philosophy that has entered my life and that is the the philosophy of balance right it's neither on this side nor on that side what you you can do is that you can take the best of both worlds and you can mix it into this uh, amalgamation of the two where it satisfies uh what both sides need. So when you talk about if you're a product of your environment or vice versa, so on and so forth, I think it's really a balance. I think mm-hmm. your environment does in fact impact how you grow, for sure. But at the same time, the individual that grows up in that environment has a responsibility to his self and to his community. And he has an obligation to change whatever predicaments come his way. With that being said, the environment definitely impacts it, for sure. So I think it's, I think it's uh, both. For sure. Yeah. The yin and yang, <laughs> like yeah. the balance. I, I... Um, hmm. I, <clears throat> I see it and, hmm. okay. I see what you guys are saying in a balance, but I think, um, that's in a very, um, like engineering world. And the only reason I say engineering world is because, in, in, like when engineers are designing something, they design 
first in a, in a world with no friction, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a perfect world scenario, an ideal scenario. So like, um, I think that'd be ideal if everyone's environment was, you know, good in a sense. Um, but the way I see it is that <clears throat> how do you get like a, like, uh, let's see, do you, do you, do either of you guys know Young Jeezy mm -hmm. or, or Jay-Z? How about that? Yeah, Jay -Z. Jay -Z. Everybody's yeah. heard of Jay-Z, right? How do you get a Jay-Z? He grew up in the projects. He, you know, he, um, he, he was selling drugs, you know, doing everything terrible. His, his socioeconomic level was not meant for him to be a billionaire, but somehow, you know, he became a billionaire, right? So there's anomalies in, in uh, neighborhoods, I feel, right? And I feel like you can spot the anomalies. You can see them, you know? Um, or, or maybe you can't see them, you know, um, but for the most part, I think that the people who get out of the environment are anomalies in the environment. I think that the environment has such a, uh, oppressive effect on people. And this just comes from the way I've traveled, you know, like, um, like, let me ask you guys a question. Why, how come when I go to Japan, I don't see people like I see in Belgium, you know, like the environment makes the person and it almost uh it almost takes away from like personality a little or not personality um but creative um self-actualization in a sense like creating yourself um because the environment has that big of an effect on you um but like i said i i think that there's anomalies my hand i think there's anomalies and then i think there's just people who go with the environment go with the flow you know I mean, again, it, it, it all depends on, um, you know, the, how you're being raised. I mean, I, I know you're talking about like Jay-Z was in, you know, the prospects and whatnot. What and the prospects? Or, uh, sorry, what'd you say? The, uh, <laughs> housing projects. It was like section, section housing and stuff. Gotcha. Like yeah. So um, he could have just stumbled upon someone who you know was just a good mentor or something and that affected him in a way where um he was able to you know look past um all these negative things if it was negative um because i don't know his situation but it but it, it it could also be just like you know going back to the emotional intelligence um i feel like if I was just going off of my IQ, mm -hmm. whatever my environment was, is that that's what I want to follow. I want to follow like, okay, this is what society is telling me. Right. Um, I need to listen to it. But since, you know, learning about emotional intelligence, it's had, it's made me realize what my environment's like, um, recognizing it. And then also determining like my own like thoughts and feelings and not just always going with the flow with society. And mm -hmm. um, I, I think all this kind of plays a role. Again, I'm going to go back to the balance thing. I just think it's balanced because it, it only takes one person in your life to, you know, kind of change, change your world, like change that environment because mm -hmm. um, you just don't know. You, you just never thought about it. And now here's this person changing it for you. Mm. Not bad. Not bad. Um, 
Yeah, that, I mean, I mean, I guess we'll move on. Uh, yeah, it, it make it makes sense, you know. Um, By the way, um, how long do you guys want this podcast to be out on? Like an hour or? How long just, is it right now, Joe? Uh, Thirty-seven minutes. Yeah, where can I see? It doesn't show me. It's like at the top. It's at the top near, uh, right under the, the group code. I'm a, I'm looking at the computer. It's not showing me. No. Well, oh, um, well, I mean, we could cut it short in a little bit because I know people have uh, things to do with their life. Um, yeah. But let me ask you the last question because you got on, you got on okay. to this. Um, have you ever heard of social engineering? I have, um, and it greatly disturbs me. That is one of the okay. greatest fears I have. I hate yeah. being socially engineered. I yeah. hate it so much. It terrifies me. I hate yeah. being manipulated. I hate being brainwashed but you know what we're all socially engineered to a certain degree. it's nothing to do with mm-hmm. uh, w- would you like to explain that to joe a little bit joe, yeah you know social engineering? no I, i'm not i've heard the term i've just never really uh i just don't know much about it so you want to explain it a little bit matt well i'm not an expert in it but to my knowledge it is when the powers that be control the social environment so they can kind of push out any agenda they want for the masses. And the masses are very uh, bendable to them. Uh, take, for example, say the state-censored media gets out. That's an example of social engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the 1950s, uh, they had a very specific rule for women. Right? They would put out those documentaries. Like, this mm-hmm. is what a man is. This is what a woman is. They would put out all these uh, propaganda videos. That is what social engineering is. It's when you gotcha. Power goes out and it dictates to the masses what people must do. That's what social yeah. engineering is, to my knowledge. Yeah, um, that's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good explanation of it. That's that's kind of what I know too. Um, and I think the biggest example is like in uh, World War II with Hitler. Hitler was socially engineering his society, right? So mm-hmm. you know he was putting out propaganda and whatnot, right? And um, the way that I was learning about it, though, I forget who was writing about it, but um, it was a scientist writing about how America, certain social engineers, like in the 20th century or the 21st century. And um, when, when you think about it, you know, like propaganda is a very real thing. It's still going on today. Like any news or any like article you, you hear, if it's somewhat biased, it's propaganda. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and therefore, it's just trying to push an idea or it's trying to uh, change you to an idea or, or make you submit or convert over to an idea. So everything's propaganda, everything's social, social engineering. And when you look at it that way, it gets, it gets, pretty, uh, it gets pretty daunting to, to think that you're making your own decisions, you know, and stuff like that. So. And uh, just, just I, this is nothing really do with social engineering but Matt you mentioned like oh you're not an expert on it um everything Kyle and I are talking about um and this is one thing that we love is that like you know we don't know everything and we're kind of learning and this is why we have these conversations to kind of learn from one another because you know we could be wrong we can be completely wrong but uh we won't know unless we talk it through and um see what we're thinking and uh see what feedback people give us about it that's nice very Um, true 
I, I was just kind of saying that, I guess, for your audience, too, whoever's watching yeah. this, like the 40 people. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to come out like I'm an expert. I wanted to emphasize that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'll probably say that a lot in all, all of my uh, comments that I make. No, we're, and that's... All, yeah, yeah, Joe. yeah, and that's fine. Like, I, and this is to the audience, too. Again, like, we're not experts in, like... Me and Kyle, we're definitely not experts on emotional intelligence. It's just what we are just talking about, what we're learning. I mean, we're all young. It's, uh, and that's, we're going to have these thoughts and different conversations throughout life. So it's, it's going to be great to look back when we're 40, 50 years old and kind of see where our younger selves were thinking and how that's changed uh, a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great way to put it. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, we're, we're kind of just rambling on about, uh, social engineering and whatnot. Um, you think it's time to, to bring, bring the podcast to a close. <laughs> you guys are the two heads, man. I mean, like I'm just a guest here. That's true. What, what do you think, Joe? Joe's the, uh, Joe's the leader oh, of the. Uh, I'm the leader of the. I thought we were a team. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's up to you guys. I, I mean, I, I'm fine with talking, uh, conversation. Uh, I can stop the recording. We can just chat for a little bit more, unless you guys want to keep recording. It's up to you guys. Well, yeah. Let's let's give a nice little sign out, and then we'll. Yeah. Uh, definitely. We'll, we'll give up. We'll give a private chat after that. Right? Yeah, all right. Cool. All right, and it'll guys. be on our Patreon if you wanna if you wanna <laughs> buy this private chat. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So, um, thank you guys. Um, again, we are we finally got a name for this channel, uh, this podcast. Uh, it's Conversation Saves the World, and um, you know, thank you guys for watching. Kyle, anything you wanna say? Uh, good morning, and you know, let's get some engagement. If you guys want to be on the podcast, you know, let me know. It's exactly what Matt did. Um, and, you know, let's just talk. Yeah. See ya. Matt, anything you want to say uh, as a goodbye? See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, guys. Thank you guys for watching.